What's up, little homies? Welcome back to another episode of Fun Fact Nobody Asked For. I hope you all, if you celebrated Christmas, I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. And if you celebrate any other holidays like Hanukkah or whatever other holidays there are, I hope you had a really nice holiday for whatever you celebrate. So in today's episode... I am talking about a cult that I'm actually really excited to talk about because I mentioned this cult actually back whenever I did my Heaven's Gate episode. Um, Yeah, I mentioned there was a cult that likes to fantasize about having sex with Jesus and I was like, what the fuck? Who thinks of this shit? Yeah, this, this is that cult. We're talking about it. It's called the Children of God. And because this cult is so, like, interesting, I actually didn't want to, like, forget all the times and, like, I mean, dates and names. So I have, like, a little article pulled up. So just so I can, like, remember the names and stuff. I'm totally telling the story in my own words. But I just want to make sure I get everything, because fuck, it is, it's a thing, and it exists, and we're going to talk about it. So, it actually started out in 1968, it was originally called Teens for Christ, and it was pretty innocent when it started out, (laughs) they just kind of wore their hair long, and they were just like hippies, you know? They played acoustic guitars at the beach. Nothing really unusual. Um, yeah, so whatever. They, they were like little hippies. But then um, their founder, his name's David Berg, okay? And he eventually kind of switched it up a little bit. He he really did (laughs) so basically this David Berg guy he was a preacher and he traveled a lot to different churches with his children in the 1960s they'd just sing their hymns they'd spread the word and and they they just were like normal people at first But basically, no one was really interested in what David or his word. And so he started feeling a little discouraged, okay? Like he was running out of money. So him and his family ended up moving to Huntington Beach, California in 1967. And they started their own little coffee shop. And as they would work, they would preach. And more Jesus people started listening to them. And then at this point, Berg realized that in order to attract the youth, because for some reason he really wanted to attract the youth, uh, he had to change his approach. So in 1979, he created this newsletter and he called it his light bulb moment. And this is a little quote. He said, I saw something was really happening and was really going to explode. I just knew it. I saw the Lord was really doing something. That's when I began to come down and teach in my dark glasses, beret, baggy pants, old turn jacket, and tennis shoes. 
So he changed the name of his religion from Teens of Christ to Children of God, hoping to appeal to a wider group of vulnerable, disaffected youth. But by early 1969, the Children of God counted 50 converts. Convert, converts? Can I word today? Maybe? And eventually, Berg hit the road with his family. And then over eight months, they grew up to 200 members. Uh, people literally dropped what they were doing to join his little cult that he started. And they returned to Southern California in early 1970. And this is when it starts getting really weird. And he actually has like little comic books to appeal to people and like little com yeah the comics are really weird i if you're into it uh go look at the comics because they're not like they're not like violent or anything they're just like very sexual lots of like naked people all about like orgies and like God's love and it's all very sexual so if you like sexual comics then go look at the comics if you're not then don't look at it I don't care it's up to you um anyway so members of the children of God decided to move in together around the country and all the little communes housed about a dozen adults and also their children and they called like each little one a home and they would call all the people living there families and members didn't really work they stopped working quit their jobs and just dedicated their lives to the cult and trying to find more followers and Mr. David Berg is now living in seclusion. And also, for some reason, he I haven't found anything that says why, but he also kind of goes by Moses David. But he actually started communicating to his followers through letters. And he would just, like, teach them things and prof like he would say he was having prophecies and he would just write them down in these letters and he would call them Mo's letters and so in February 1971 uh there was a letter that he called a shepherd time story where Berg described his happy folds where children of God members protected little lambs who laugh and sing and dance and play and have sex and then have lots of little lambs and the shepherds like it and that's a quote apparently that's what his little letter consisted of <laughs> so in public child of god was just like you know they were like oh we're just a normal little religion it's fine you know we're the children of god but like in private really what they were doing was running a child sex ring so 
Berg's actual daughter, like his own daughter, actually described her father's actions in a 1984 expose, and she claimed that he attempted to have sex with her several times and engaged in a continuous sexual relationship with his other daughter, Faith. His actions weren't confined to his immediate family. Starting in the late 1970s, Berg preached sexual sharing to all of his followers and their children. He said, quote, God created boys and girls able to have children by about 12 years of age. And he actually wrote that in one of his letters. And then there's a picture. And I don't know if this was like in one of his, this might've been one of his comics, but there's a picture that he added to this and it's just like this is really bad but it's like mothers like giving head to like a little boy they are doing the oral sex on a little boy okay and then there's another picture and I'm not looking at the pictures I'm not (laughs) I really don't want to see these pictures but apparently there was another picture and it was an adult woman and a toddler laying naked in bed and like her hands all suggestively near his you know his little area and then he captioned it well they told us to go to bed (laughs) and then literally so one of the members said that for them this was literally just a piece of educational material and that's a quote um and then they also said it's actually fun to watch a child in this case experience life parents like him were reassured that by allowing kids to explore sex at any age they were raising their children the natural way the free expression of sexuality, including fornification, fornica- for- I can't word, shit, fornication, adultery, lesbianism, although, okay, so being a lesbian was okay, but like male homosexuality? Oh no, definitely not. Uh, they actually, fun fact, <laughs> they actually blamed like male homosexuality on like female demons trying to like tempt the men that's an actual thing they believed but anyway they also taught that like incest wasn't just permitted but actually encouraged and in 1993 TV host Larry King asked a former member named Ricky Dupuy, I don't know how to say his last name, how he knew such policies existed in the Children of God cult, and he, Dupuy, replied, because I was ordered in the group to have sex with a 10-year-old by the leadership of the group. And so King, like, asked if he actually did it, and the guy said yes. It was to get me in into the cult like so deep that I would be afraid to ever come out and speak against the group. And then in 1977, Berg issued another little thing. 
another rule, I guess, but female members should have sex with men in order to convert them. And he would call these women that he chose flirty fishers. And so even if a woman was married, Berg would still call them to sacrifice their bodies in the name of God to seduce men and have the sex with them and that's how they would recruit more members um in 1977 berg did like an annual report and he stated that his flirty fishers had witnessed to over a quarter of a million souls loved over 25,000 of them and won about 19,000 like got 19,000 people to convert i guess And then they had, like, hundreds of what they called Jesus babies, like, due to this flirty fishing. And then eventually the cult stopped the practice of the flirty fishing due to age-related concerns, which makes sense because, again, they're sleeping with thousands of people. Surely you're bound to get something at some point. I... Uh, but Berg's daughter, Deborah literally called it, like, religious prostitution. And she said that she actually had to quit looking at Berg as, like, her father. And instead as, like, the leader of a worldwide movement that was destroying lives. Which it really is. Because we're gonna... It really did destroy a lot of lives. And we're gonna get into that a little bit later. We're gonna talk about some of the things this cult cause people to do like to themselves to others because there's a lot of sexual abuse going on here uh by 1977 the children of god had established more than 130 communities around the world in 1983 the group reported more than 10,000 full-time members living in 1,642 homes and then the children of god was officially renamed the family Years later, the cult attempted to distance itself from Berg's pedophilic-like ideas, uh, especially after his death in 1994. It wanted to be seen as a legitimate international religious group and issued charters that allowed for personal careers and independence from the residential family unit. Uh, The family engaged in goodwill marketing campaigns. A group of children even sang for Barbara Bush at the White House during the 1992 Christmas season. But controversy resurfaced in the 1990s and 2000s as more and more family members defected. Specifically, original members had given birth to a second generation Children who were raised in communal religious environments and in some cases households of sexual criminality, such isolation meant these children knew nothing outside that existence. Even celebrities like, I'm going to butcher these names, Joe Quinn, Phoenix, and Rose McGowan were part of the cult. Ricky Rodriguez was an extreme example of like (laughs) some of the harm that this like cold actually did to people because 
He was actually born to one of Berg's wives in 1975, which I'm assuming that means Berg had multiple wives because I didn't really see anything about who he was married to or whatever. But anyway, um, Berg ended up adopting him into his personal family and (laughs) renamed him Davidito. Davidito. That's kind of fun to say. Davidito. Davidito. Okay, I'm gonna stop saying that now. Anyway, (laughs) and he would like prophesize about him and he was like, oh boy, you are going to be the next leader of this cult, okay? Okay. And from toddlerhood, Davidito (laughs) would... (laughs) This is not funny. Okay, I'm not laughing at what... I'm talking about, I'm laughing at Davidito. (laughs) Okay, anyway, so anyway, he would watch people have sex, he fondled his nanny's boobs, and was touched on his genitals. From toddlerhood, by the way, these actions were photographed or described for the Davidito book, which Berg published as an instruction manual on how to raise kids. When the New York Times got in touch with the Family International in 2005, a spokesperson said he was never taken advantage of. Rather, he was allowed to explore his sexuality freely. He was allowed to explore, as a young boy, what comes naturally, and Excuse me, I'm very burpy today. And usually in our society, we do not allow such exploration. The paper interviewed more than a dozen former members who confirmed experiencing or witnessing sex as minors. Some were forced. At the time, and this is a quote uh, by someone named Peter Frauman. He actually left in 1987, but he said, at the time, I didn't think of it as abuse. I had no concept that normal people didn't do this sort of thing. I thought it was perfectly normal for parents to have sex with their children and children to have sex with each other and with adults. When I was 11, I had sex with a 28-year-old woman and it was with the approval of everyone in the room. I found out later that my mom was watching. So, despite Berg's prophecies, Rodriguez defected in 2000, and in 2005, he recorded a home video where he sat behind a table full of knives, tasers, duct tape, and gags. He sounds very rational, matter of fact, and, end quote, said, the goal is to bring down my own mother. Instead of The following night, he found his former nanny. They went to dinner. Then he invited her back to his apartment and stabbed her to death. Hours later, he shot himself dead. Though not all families experienced sexual abuse, defectors who integrated back into mainstream society had to grapple with their consequences. Sometimes their mothers and fathers remained behind, lost and isolated. They turned to drugs alcohol to cope several second generation former family members even killed themselves so says sex wasn't the only thing stolen from them it wasn't even the biggest thing um 
And this is a quote from James La Matterly, a member in the early 1970s. And this is what he told the San Francisco Chronicles in 2005. He said their spirituality was stolen. God was stolen from them. And then now that I've kind of talked about that, I'm just going to tell you guys now a lot of the different things that they under what they really believed. Because, uh, actually, what the... And also, because they just believed a lot of different things. And it was fucking crazy. This cult was actually crazy. Okay, so they basically taught that God loves sex because sex is love. And Satan hates sex because sex is beautiful. It's like the best thing God ever gave them. And so Satan would like destroy and the sex by like making pornography and trying to make sex into this terrible dirty thing to but really sex is sex is amazing. Uh, they taught that incest is okay because there's no better place for a young man to learn about doing it than from his own mother. 11-year-olds are capable of becoming pregnant, so why shouldn't they be having sex? Uh, Fucking your grandpa is awesome is something that they believed. Oh, also, everybody is basically married to everyone else. Like, it does not matter if you're married. One of the things that they really, like, preached was um, basically the men could have sex with whoever they wanted, whenever they wanted, and the women had no say they really didn't they're like some guy be like hey i know you're married and all but i really want to have sex with you so i'm going to have sex with you yeah uh (laughs) they believe children should have at least an eighth grade education provided by their parents and if the children want more education it's up to the parent to see if the home can comply Um, pictures of naked congregation members referred to as nudie cuties made good bookmarks for the Bible. It's okay to lie to non-believers in order to protect God's word. Men should not be gay, but it's hot when women are gay. Because, listen, listen, okay. They literally were, would like fantasize about having sex with God. Literally, that's their whole thing. Is like if you were having sex with someone, like they would have orgies or like just whatever. But you had to like think about God. Like you had to do it for God. And like if you were going to masturbate, you had to like fantasize you were having sex with God. But like they were super... Okay, so again, women... And, like, women and women, that's okay. But for some reason, they're still like, oh, no. No men cannot be gay. And so they had to, like, imagine themselves as women while they were having these fantasies. As having, like, while they had sex with Jesus. And he actually, the leader guy, I think his name's David. See, I already forgot his name. But (laughs) literally, he even was like, hey, you guys have to talk dirty to Jesus, too, while you're uh, masturbating 
to him. You have to talk dirty to him. And then he would give them a list of things to say. So it would range from, oh, I love you, Jesus. I want you to fill me up. I want your seed. Uh, all the way to like, my little kitty cat is ready for you, Jesus. <laughs> like it was, oh, it's so weird. <laughs> like how, I don't know how he came up with this and why so many people went with this but okay all right it's a thing and i'm pretty sure this cult is like still around too so all right <laughs> yeah see because okay now it's talking about men should not be gay but it's hot when women are gay masturbation is having sex with jesus when a man is having sex with jesus he's no longer a man but jesus's wife so it's not actually mel on mel anymore and therefore okay because not gay <laughs> i like whoever wrote this article <laughs> i like how they phrase that anyway oh yeah so the words that um Hold up, I'm going to actually tell you, so they're actually called love words, but you got to whisper it to get Jesus all hot and bothered, you know, hot and bothered, hot and bothered, so I'm going to whisper it just like, just like they told you to. Hold me, I love you, come, fill me, I want you inside me, give me your seeds. You excite me, Jesus, and I want to feel your love. I want to excite you too. Jesus, you're the lover of all lovers. Yeah, y'all getting y'all's ASMR. Okay, hold up. I gotta scroll down for more. I want to enjoy you, Jesus, to look at you, to taste you, to feel you, to beep you. I've got to have you in my arms. I've got to feel your naked body. Press to mine. Oh, oh no. Now we're getting to the really dirty ones. <laughs> okay. I want to suck your dick. I want to suck your seeds. Who says that? I want to suck your seeds. What does that even mean? Oh, I guess, I guess they want the like... You know, I don't know. Okay, moving on to the next one. I'm wild about you. I'm crazy about your dick. Listen, it actually says penis, but I feel like that is not very hot. It's not sexy, okay? And then, of course, my kitty cat is excited for you, Jesus. And then the last one is, I'm juicy for you. Like, who says that? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Um, they believed it's not very Christian-like to say words like dong, or I don't like this word at all, but cunt. But if you do, it's cool because through the instruction of the Lord, they are clean. Just like, don't go around saying it all the time or anything, you know? Uh, the prophet, <laughs> I fucking can't with these. Okay. The prophecies of Jesus are called golden seeds, and one good way to receive them is to suck on Jesus's golden rod or another man's rod if you are a chick and can't find Jesus's rod. 
Oh, shit. Okay, Jesus was supposed to return in 1993, apparently. But when he didn't return in 1993, it was because he wanted to give the family more time to grow. And then this one actually pisses me off. Rape provides a female the opportunity to witness to their rapist. And anyway, she should have offered it freely because providing free sex is a good way to convert people to the family. Keys of the kingdom are powerful words you can use for extra effect while praying. These keys are also power... Oh, these keys also power UFOs and can turn into swords to fight demons. God allowed 9-11 to happen to America the whore because the towers represent the ignorance of the fat, lazy, and rich, according to the cult. Also, this one makes no fucking sense. They thought that Hitler was on the right track, but didn't actually do enough because Jews are subhuman demons. But also, they believed the Holocaust didn't actually happen. So how the fuck are you going to say that the Holocaust didn't actually happen, but you think Hitler was on the right track? Like, I'm sorry, what? That makes no sense. And then they believe heaven is actually a space city that exists within a period measuring 1,500 miles long, wide and tall, and this pyramid either is traveling through space for reach... Oh, traveling through space to reach Earth or is hidden inside the room. So, yeah, that is a thing that exists, my guys. And yeah, there's lots of, like, comic books. There's, like, one, and there's, like, this... girl just like sucking this guy's dick and it's like god's love slave by moses david because that's what he went by and then there's like another one where it's like this old like jesus looking guy but he's got abs for something for some reason and then like there's two girls naked in bed with him and one of them's like oh grandpa you're back thank you jesus and then he's just like you bet i am And then the other girl's like, what a wonderful dream. (laughs) And then there's like a comic of like their heavenly city. And then like there's this other one and it's just like weird. It's like get out of her before she gets out of you talking about America. But like for some reason America's like this lady with her legs spread and there's like cars driving into her vagina and also like she has like snake hair so I guess America is Medusa or something I don't know uh then there's one that says you are the love of God and it's got like this woman like with her she's naked and her arms are just casually above her head kind of like she's being hung on a cross but then she has like a dildo like what so anyway um I don't know why I decided to tell you about this cold but I did and here we are here's the episode that's uh That's all the 
thoughts that I really have on it is it's weird and it kind of pisses me off because like I don't know just rape and pedophilia just isn't okay don't be a pedophile don't rape people it's not nice um yeah and you can obviously it really fucked these people up because like lots of people became alcoholics started doing drugs people killed themselves the other guy who literally stabbed someone to death for abusing him and then like killed himself too like that's really sad and also how the fuck do people believe this bullshit that's all I want to know so bad is like how the fuck does someone just come up with these kinds of ideas and then convince a shit ton of people that it's real whenever I'm sorry but it's not it's not okay and I'm getting very heated like I just I just want the answers and I don't have them anyway I hope you enjoyed this episode uh once again I'll leave my discord server link in the description so you can join and talk to me and we'll just have a good time we'll talk about true crime you can tell me what kind of episodes you'd like to see in the future and maybe we'll even play among us together sometime who knows um also y'all can add me on snapchat too i'll leave my snapchat in the description as well i hope you guys have a lovely day or night whatever it is and i'll talk to you in my next episode bye guys bye